Welcome, everybody, to the one and only Big Dog Show. I'm your host, the one and only Big Dog, and it has been a long time. Uh, welcome to 2022. Yeah, um, the first official Big Dog Show. Many of you may have come over to the Facebook page, the Big Dog on Facebook. Uh, that's where you can find the very first show of 2022, the Big Dog Show. And my guests uh, uh, on that show were Gun Barrel Coffee. Now, you all know, you all know that my favorite coffee is Gun Barrel Coffee. You've had the rest. Try the best. Go to GunBarrelCoffee.com. You're out of Batavia, Illinois. You can order your coffee. Proceeds of all sales of all the items in that store uh, go to help veterans administrations along the way. Many different veterans uh, groups that are trying to do good for the vets. And, of course, you know, as I sit here talking to you, I am drinking some Zero Dark 30. This is a brand. It's very dark coffee. It's a brand of uh, coffee that they roast. And just a great bunch of guys. So thank you, Gun Barrel. Thank you for coming on the show. And thank you, as always. Of course, Henderson Castle, hendersoncastle.com. It's an 1895 bed and breakfast that you can come to Kalamazoo, Michigan. Book your next day at Henderson Castle. Go to hendersoncastle.com. Check it out, man. It's a cool place. And yours truly, the big dog, yours truly, I conduct once a month, I conduct uh, historic uh, dinner tours there, historic ghostly dinner tours, I might add. So go check it out. Um, also like to mention uh, a new person, uh, you know, uh, on all of our podcasts here that I wouldn't call them a sponsor, but we support them. They're just great ladies. And that's the Liz Ryan Salon and Spa in South Haven, Michigan. Uh, just great folks. It's at 209 Center Street, South Haven, Michigan. Uh, just go to www.lizryansalon.com. Great folks. And uh, if they're tuning in, hey, thanks. Thanks. Uh, you know, my wife loves get loves get, to get her hair done there and her pedicures and just a great bunch of girls. Hey, welcome to the Big Dog Show. How in the hell are you, huh? How are you? How you holding up? You know, I, I ask that quite often on the show, and I'm going to ask you, with, with the world insanity, which has ramped, and I mean completely ramped up, you know, the truckers in Ottawa support you guys, keep doing what you do, fight for freedom, amen, that idiot running your your government, Trudeau, oh my God. God bless you guys for what you're doing up there. Um. You know, and then our idiot, you know, the weak-minded dementia uh, patient, I won't call him. He's not my president. I will never tell you on this program that that guy is my president. That's that's where I'll leave that. But, you know, um, the stuff in Ukraine, uh, you know, I've got some people who think it's not all that serious or other folks who are think it's serious. You know, if you're to listen to this administration, you know, that's currently in sitting in the, in the White House, you know, um, that. I almost believe they're making it out worse than what it really is, you know, as in how it's always been over there in Ukraine. But again, we're not, we're not about politics here on the show. I do talk about it, but we're not going to get into that. So there's a shit storm going on over there. You know, there always has been, um, you know, and other things in the world. I mean, things are happening in Australia. I mean, you name a, a country where people are getting mandated and they're just tired. They're done. They're done. They're tired of it. So how are you holding up? You know, three bucks, almost $4 a gallon of gas. Now, we've been spoiled for a long time. I've said that before. But honestly, and I still hear people I know thinking that, you know, with the work situation and taxes and gas prices, that's well, not his fault. 
Oh, no, it's not his fault. Seriously? Come on, now. The buck stops here, you know? Oh, God, don't even get me started, you know? So how are you holding up? Honestly, how are you holding up? You guys uh, still sitting in the grass with me? We're having a campfire. We're enjoying a can of beans. I almost feel like I feel like a hobo in my own country, honestly. Anyway, we're sitting in the weeds and we're watching the crazy train go by, right? And we're still waving at, waving at all the painted circus clowns in the window. Have you seen this clown that has been put in charge of what? It, what is it? Environmental? Is that what it is? Or no, nuclear nuclear waste? Is that what it was? The guy you know with the mohawk uh, dressing like the woman? You know. Listen, folks. Listen. Before I get hate yelled at me and I get hate mail, I will tell you this: that I. Accept everybody for what they want to be, whatever you want to identify as, you know, as long as you're not hurting children and puppies, you know, and animals and whatnot, you, you go love a tree if you want to. You can go marry a damn maple tree. You, you go identify as what you want to do, right? But when you're holding a position of power, uh, one that commands respect and some sort of integrity, there's lines, you know. You might as well just hired Bobo the Juggling Clown to go in and sit in that office. Oh, don't get me started. Anyway, we're here on the Big Dog Show. You're here the one and only Big Dog. We are, uh, what, about five, six, six minutes into the show. <laughs> and I just want to ask how you're holding up. Just don't give up the ship, guys. You know, there are brighter skies ahead. I, I really feel that there's more positivity coming around the bend than there is negative. But, uh, you know, hey. We're going to read from a thing we haven't done in forever. We're going to read from the endlessly engrossing bathroom reader and a portion of the show, you know, one of your favorite spots, I hope, uh, where we, you know, we talk about uh, just silly stuff. I thought today um, I was going to do a segment here called uh, A Real Life Ghost Story Part 2. And I was going to read some portions of this because, you know, I'm a paranormal guy, paranormal investigator. And I figured I'd do that. I thought it'd be kind of fun to uh, go through a couple sections of this. Now, there, you know, I, I, I'm, a, I'm thinking that it says that how many ghost stories get written up in medical journals, right? So this has some interesting stuff in here. So we will, you know, we'll, we'll go through a little bit and see what, see what we find, right? And maybe, and like I said, this is part two. I, I don't think, I don't think I've seen part one in here. Is I, I kind of scan through this book. There's portions of it I've, I've actually sat and read uh, sitting here in my studio, uh, not on the toilet, even though that's what this is for. And there's a series of these. There is a series of these these books. Um, you know, it's the Bathroom Meter Institute is what is printed at the at the bottom. So, Uncle John, so if you look this up, I'm sure you'll find many different uh, versions of this. So what we're going to do is when we reach that section in the show, uh, we're going to read a real-life ghost story part two. Some some sections. It'll take a little bit of reading, but I think it'll be worth our time. I think it'll be fun. So hang with me, right? That's that's what we got coming up. We also are going to do our our your favorite part, ladies, men too. Your favorite part. You get the girls out, take that bra off. You find a secluded spot. I don't care if you're working from home. No one's there. Uh, let them out. Take them out. Breathe around and uh, dance around. You know that's a, that's a, been a staple of the show uh, forever. So. Welcome to the Big Dog Show, you know, the place where it's okay to like boobs and beer and America. God bless America, you know what I'm saying? We love the vets. We love our people in uniform, that service. Um, you know, you know how it goes. 
So uh, we're going to head out here uh, real quick, play some PSAs and some music. And when we're done rocking out for a little while, we'll be back for some more talk. All right. Uh, you guys sit back, enjoy the music. I'll be back for more right here on the Big Dog Show. Every 30 minutes, another innocent person is killed due to a drunk driver. My best friend. My brother. My poor grandchild. My sister. My father. My husband. My mom. <laughs> my mommy. Stop these tragedies before they happen. Don't drink and drive. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome, but with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you're not alone. Take a stand. Take a stand. Take a stand. Like my brother did, when he wouldn't take no for an answer. Like my wife did, when she asked the right questions. Like my friend did, when she made the call. You stood by us when we were in uniform, so stand by us now. Take a stand for those who served our country. If you're a veteran in crisis, or no one who is, the Confidential Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255.
Awesome music lovers are listening to Unrestricted Radio. Check out Unrestricted Radio at unrestrictedradio.com and download the Unrestricted Radio app today. Unrestricted Radio. We play the bands that other radio stations should be playing. Take a stand. Take a stand. Take a stand. Like my brother did, when he wouldn't take no for an answer. Like my wife did, when she asked the right questions. Like my friend did, when she made the call. You stood by us when we were in uniform, so stand by us now. Take a stand for those who served our country. If you're a veteran in crisis, or no one who is, the Confidential Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Call 1-800-273-8255 and press 1. Chat at veteranscrisisline.net or text 838-255.
are back, and thank you for hanging in there and joining me here on Saturday, Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I'd be very remiss, very remiss, if I did not mention that you are listening to me, not only on my network, but you're also hearing me right now. If you're here at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on unrestrictedradio.com, that's right. Stacy Lee has put together an amazing network here. Um, and we have a lot of things that we have to work on here very soon. And you're going to see a lot of new things happening here. But thanks for listening here on Saturday at 7 p.m. Um, I used to follow uh, Monica Lee's show, but I think she's kind of changed that around. I don't know if she's back 100%, but uh, hopefully we, we can get her back on a time slot. And, uh, you know, I, I used to love listening to her show. A lot of crazy sex talk and, and not crazy, but great sex talk and great music. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the music I played, but unrestrictedradio.com. Go over there, download the app. So if you want to listen to this show and you can catch it at your convenience, you know, uh, you know, on Saturday. And let's say you're out and about, but you want to hear the show. Let's say you're driving. I'll give you an example. You're driving in your car and you're like, man, you know, it's 7 p.m. Big Dog's going to be on. I, I love his music. I like to hear his crazy ramblings, um, which I hope you do. And you can go over with that app and Bluetooth that on your car's radio. You know, you Bluetooth it once you got the app on your phone. You can listen to me anywhere. Isn't that crazy? Anywhere. On vacation. You could be on the beach laying nude with your woman, checking out her bazongas. You know, those nice tan boobs, tits. You know, we love tits on this program. Titties are, you know, I love titties. All shapes, sizes, colors. Doesn't matter. Um, you know, you guys are out there and you want to hear something. You know I'm on it. Maybe, maybe you're down in Jamaica and you, you kind of filter in for that time change. Hey, you can listen to me while you're laying on the beach. Maybe you are right now. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm just throwing it out there. You can catch the show at your convenience. So unrestrictedradio.com. Go down the little, go, ugh, slow down. I've had way too much coffee. Go download the app, folks. Okay, it's free. Tell your friends, your neighbors, and even the family members you don't like. You know, give them something fun to listen to. Might change their attitude. Then you can get along with them after that, right? Let me take a sip of coffee. Mmm. And that is delicious gun barrel coffee, man. Oh, my God. That stuff is so damn good. All right. We, we said early on we were going to read from this. This is called Real Life Ghost Stories Part 2. This is from the Uncle John's Endlessly Engrossing Bathroom Reader, put out by the Bathroom Readers Institute. And there is a series of these books. A bunch of them. All right. Uh, this this We'll start out here. It says, uh, how many ghost stories get written up in medical journals, you ask? This one made it into the American Journal of Ophthalmology in 1921. Read on if you dare. Part one starts on page 110. So um, we're going to read part two. And then I guess the next show, we'll go to part one. We'll kind of do this backwards. Does that sound fair? Because part two is the one I came across. So who's there? That's what this is entitled. According to Dr. William Wilmer's account, everyone in the H family, interesting, the H family had heard unexplainable noises and sensed eerie presences, but no one had actually seen any ghosts until January 1913. Mrs. H saw them first. On one occasion, in the middle of the morning, as I passed from the drawing room into the dining room, I was surprised to see that the further end of the drawing room Coming towards me, a strange woman, dark-haired and dressed in black. As I walked steadily on into the dining room to meet her, she disappeared. This happened three different times. Another one uh, of the servants awoke to see an old man and a young woman sitting at the foot of her bed, staring at her. She lay in the bed paralyzed until the unseen hand 
tapped her shoulder, and she was suddenly sat up. But as she did so, the man and the woman vanished. That's a little weird. One night, Mr. and Mrs. H. went to the opera, leaving their children in the care of the servants. That evening, about 8.30, the H.'s young son was awakened by a ghost of a big fat man uh, that sent him screaming from his room. The boy sent, spent the rest of the night sleeping fitfully in the, nanny, fitfully in the nanny's room, and when he awoke the following morning, uh, he complained that someone or something heavy, perhaps a fat man, had sat on his chest the entire night making it difficult for him to breathe. Now, these, these, are, these are written down. These are true accounts. From bed to worse, so Mr. and Mrs. H. Uh, <clears throat> fared no better. After they returned home from the opera, they went to bed. Mr. H. was awakened by the sensation of ghost fingers grabbing his throat and trying to strangle him. He still heard ringing bells at night, and now he was, he was complimented by the sounds of people moving through the house. He assumed the noises were made by burglars, but every time he got up to confront the intruders, there was no one there, no one to be seen. And Mr. H., as he wrote, um, this happened uh, several times in this house, and he wrote that it was about time that his houseplants died. So the houseplants died when all this stuff was going on, too. Weirdness. <clears throat> if only one person had seen or heard unusual things in the house, they could have easily have been dismissed as figments of an overactive imagination. Let's remember the time period too, folks. 1921. So you know we had electricity. We had we had some modern conveniences then. Before I read on, I just want to put this in perspective for a, for a lot of you as a, as a paranormal investigator. This is interesting to me because a lot of things that would be making noise and and causing things to happen weren't really known about back then, you know, like uh, EMF leakage and stuff like that, which very well could have been the case with a lot of the wiring and electricity that was going on in a lot of these old mansions. But there are telltale signs that I've already read to you that make me think that this is a, these are true events. These are unexplainable events. Um, but everyone in the house was now seeing and hearing and even feeling things. And besides, you can't kill houseplants with figments of someone's imagination. And that is very true. That's an explainable thing. That really is, but that it happens when when all this stuff is coinciding. Maybe maybe there was maybe there's invisible gas, carbon monoxide. You know, uh, that existed back then too. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Whatever was happening in the house, it was very real. When they contacted the home's previous residents, the H's learned that the bizarre events had been going on for many years. The last occupants we found had exactly the same experience as ourselves, uh, wrote Mrs. H. With the exception of, of some of them had seen visions clad in purple and white crawling around their beds. Going back still further, we learned that almost everyone had felt ill and had been under the doctor's care, although nothing very definite had been found in the mat to matter with them. Now, see, that's what I was alluding to. This is a great story, but there could have been things happening that we would explain now. You know, in 1921, we didn't have those understandings of, you know, um, carbon monoxide leakage in your in your house in your basement uh everybody in the 20s was using coal you know or they had fuel oil they had fuel oil heaters so they had coal um there's still things that happen with you know using those furnaces that cause things you know things like that to happen that you would be seeing things and hearing things um as far as being touched and whatnot like i said i i'm finding a lot of things in here that could possibly lend to an explanation but 
don't know, some of it's strange. Let's read out. I don't want to ruin the moment for you guys. I don't. Let's let's read out. Something in the air. The first hint of what might really be happening came in late January after Mr. H described the terrifying, terrifying goings-on to his brother. Brother H remembered an article he had uh, read years before describing a family that had been tormented by the same kinds of sounds and visions. See, so reports and stories that would be in the media, this is 1921 again, you know, it, this stuff has always been out there, guys. It's always been in print. People have always always talked about their houses and their residences being haunted. You know, hauntings aren't a new thing. Uh, you know, becoming more of an accepted thing, yeah. Just lay that in mind, too. Perhaps Mr. H and his family were being poisoned. Poisoned? That's the question mark you ask. Now, on top of everything else, the ghosts were poisoning them. Now, come on now. No. <laughs> Brother H explained that the article had read, he said that the family in question had a faulty heater and that it released large quantities of, oh, right here, carbon monoxide gas into the home. Oh, imagine that. I think I just said that, didn't I? And that all of the symptoms that the family experienced, depression, fatigue, illness, strange noises, visions, feelings of being watched and even touched by unseen people, and dead houseplants were entirely consistent with carbon monoxide poisoning. Brother H suggested they contact a doctor. In those days, doctors still made house calls, so the following day, when the physician came by to examine the H family, he also took a look around their home. And as soon as he examined, i got to turn the page so everybody bear with me. And while I'm turning the page, I'll tell you again, go check out unrestrictedradio.com, right? And gunbarrelcoffee.com. You're going to do that for me, right? Hendersoncastle.com. You're going to check them out, right? Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, old furnace in the basement caught his suspicions. And those of Brother H, it was confirmed. He found the furnace in very bad condition, the combustion being imperfect, and the fumes, instead of going up the chimney, were pouring gases of carbon monoxide into our rooms, Mrs. H reported. He advised us not to let the children sleep in the house another night. And if they did, he said they might find them dead in the morning. Uh, <laughs> so they might never wake up again, obviously. That's what happens when you're dead. Um, unlike most ghosts, Ghost stories, this one ends with the family living happily ever after. Mr. and Mrs. H took the doctor's advice, moved out of the house until the furnace could be repaired. And when they moved back in, eerie sights and sounds were gone. So it sounds like they, you know, this is about the turn of the century. Well, not turn of the century, but it is, you know, where they're starting to use furnaces, which still, you know, you still had to, they were running gas lights. So maybe they had a gas furnace back then. I'm going to go check my history. Because maybe some houses had gas furnaces. That's what it sounds like to me. Carbon monoxide poisoning is still a leading cause of accidental poisonings and deaths. And I will tell you, this touches home because, weird that I'm reading this, um, we just had our furnace redone in, in the big dog's house here this week. We we just got a brand new furnace put in. Uh, my, da my daughter called us last weekend and said, hey, you know, the house is freezing. It's cold. I You know, I rush home because uh, they're sleeping here overnight. And my worry is, the furnace is down. It's pushing cold air, but, you know, gas, carbon monoxide is going in the house. And uh, they had talked about having headaches. So, you know, I get here, and sure enough, so we had to shut it down. Uh, we we heated rooms upstairs, and I brought the, my daughter upstairs uh, to sleep with us up there. And, you know, we were running space heaters. And, and guess what? You know, bad furnace. So now we got a new one. So it, it still goes on today. Um, I had to put a carbon monoxide detector down here. 
uh, which we should have had here when I moved in. But, you know, I'd forgotten. No, no. So I'm going to advise all of you th before we finish the story. Get yourself a carbon monoxide detector. I don't care if you're in a brand new house. I don't care. Put it down there by the directly by the furnace somewhere uh, to where, you know, you're going to hear it when it goes off and it is loud. Um, you know, you just never know because new stuff breaks down all the time, too. The reason it's so deadly is that carbon monoxide is odorless and tasteless, so you don't even know what's happening. Uh, it will irritate your airways when you breathe, breathe it. That makes it very difficult to detect. Any concentration as little as 400 parts per million can be fatal. Did you hear that? 400 parts per million. Often the first sign of something wrong is that the air when someone loses consciousness. Well, yeah. Uh, the good news is hardware stores now sell carbon monoxide detectors similar to smoke detectors for about, this says about 40. I paid 10 for mine at Walgreens. Okay, 10 bucks. That's all I paid. You have a gas furnace, clothes dryer, and other appliances uh, in a fireplace or a wood-burning stove. Investing in carbon monoxide detector can mean the difference between life and death or ghosts and no ghosts. And, and this, is a, this is a very good debunked ghost story. I like this because we look at a lot of that stuff, too, when I go into homes and businesses. We do. And uh, sometimes we've, we've found just this, and we've explained it. And once they have some things fixed, guess what? No more ghosts. Um, from time to time, modern carbon monoxide ghost stories still find their way into print. An article in 2005, an issue of American Journal of Emergency Medicine, for example, describes a case of a 23-year-old woman who collapsed while taking a shower after what she thought she saw was a ghost. The problem was traced to a new gas heater, and um, which had not been properly installed and was leaking carbon monoxide into her home. So lesson learned from part two. We won't even have to read part one, as I, as I said. So I would tell you, you know, a good 80%, maybe it's more, a good 80% of these ghost happenings in private residences can be, can be honed down to just that, like carbon monoxide leakage. Uh, the, that's in our questionnaire. These are things we ask before we investigate, and then we take a walkthrough and we look for it ourselves. Um, so we look for carbon monoxide leak. We look for EMF leakage, which also causes soft tissue damage and rashes and, and same things, hallucinations. So if we go through and do a base in your house and we find that you've got all these crazy things happening and, and it should be attended to instead of ghosts, like I said, magically all the ghosts disappear. And then there are times that everything is running the way it's supposed to run and everything's normal, but yet there's something odd happening in the house. So we have it there. We read from the reader. I, I didn't mean to bore you with that. I just thought it was interesting. And it was interesting that we got to that end part that it being carbon monoxide, because that was a worry for me last week. Absolutely. And uh, I'm happy and we got a new furnace and the heat's working good. And you know, the winter we're having, holy cow. Hopefully you guys are, are, to, to mention craziness in the world and the weather conditions, and we're in for an, a new storm, which is starting today and tomorrow uh, here in Michigan, in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Um, hopefully, we're, wherever you're listening to and where you are, you're staying warm and safe. You know, please be safe. Be cautious. I would advise everybody, wintertime, wintertime, always have survival stuff in your vehicle. I don't care what size car it is. Go buy yourself. Listen to the big dog. I'm going to give you this advice. Go to the store, Walmart. Myers, I don't care, wherever you go, Costco, don't matter. Get yourself one, if not two, Rubbermaids that will fit in your trunk in, in an area of your car. If you got a small car, fit in your trunk. If you got SUVs, fit in the back. Um, fill that with 
you know, three or four boxes of uh, breakfast bars or, you know, health bars, you know, where you've, where you've got quite a few. I always, I got mine has three boxes of, of Nutrigrain bars in it. Um, we have some ready-made cocoa and coffee in there. And I mean, full container. Uh, I keep a jug of water in this container. It's in a milk jug. It's, it's water. Um, I check it every so often and, and re, you know, refresh it. So, you know, water can't sit there forever. Uh, I keep water in there. I've also got a camping stove. This sounds like a lot to pack in, in this little Rubbermaid, but listen, you can find camping stoves that are small. Mine's one burner. It fits in there. I got two containers of fuel for it, which haven't been used. Those are in there. I have several thick, and I mean thick, emergency blankets. You know, like thick, thick blankets you'd put on a bed. Um, those are folded in there. Uh, two towels. You know, um, everything else that you might need. I got a saw in there that, that collapses and comes apart. Um, these are all survival things. I have paracord in there. I've got an extra set of batteries. I check that every year. Um, two flashlights. I keep two uh, disposable lighters in there in a container. I have cotton swabs that I dipped in petroleum jelly, and I keep those in a tin, like an old Altoids tin. That's also in there. Um, you know, that's your basic, I would say that would be your basic thing. Um, with, you know, having a little bit of food to eat and some water, water can be used for drinking and or to, um, you know, uh, make up some coffee, which I keep in their instant coffee. Got sugars and creams, God forbid, you know, when you're out surviving. Because let's say you're out in, a, in an area and, you know, I remember snowstorms from the past, folks, the reason I'm giving you this advice, where people were stuck in their cars for days and then they would run out of gas or something for heat. Um, as far as heat goes, if you got warm enough blankets, you can, you can bundle up in there and yeah, it'll get cold. Uh, but you know, if I actually had a buddy, they're called the little buddy, you can buy them at Walmart, uh, most stores. And again, you have, uh, fuel containers. If you have a secondary container, like I do, there's a heater buddy in there and I would crack a window in the car and we've used it in the car. Uh, we've gone winter camping. We've, we've hunkered down in the car just to have some fun. And you could run that buddy heater in there for a day or two on a couple containers, you know. And I'm talking these small containers that can screw into the side of it. You know, there are some people who have bigger trucks and SUVs, and you might live in an area where you're way out and about. You know, you're out in, in what I call the, you know, rural areas, you know. Um, I have a friend who keeps a, you know, one of those large propane tanks that you put on your grill. And he keeps that in his vehicle. And he hooks it up to his heater buddy, cracks the window, and if he were to get stuck, hey, you know. I also have a shovel in there and an axe. Yeah, it sounds like I'm going camping, but I this is all year round. You know, things can happen in the summer too. You can, you know, things can happen, you get stranded. My main thing is surviving winter, okay? So if you if you listen to all the things I just mentioned there and you want to carry those in your vehicle, you should. Um, if you were to go off the road in the middle of the night, uh, I would I would also tell you to get flares. I have a flare kit in there. I'm trying to remember remember everything I've got in there. I've got a flare kit. Uh, with several flares so that obviously for, you know, people, state troopers are going by or plow trucks and you're down in the ditch, uh, you can light one of those off, stick them up in the snowbank and they'll see you and they'll burn for a long time. Um, but if you're stuck and out and about somewhere, at least for a couple hours or let's say a day or so, you've got food, water, warmth, you can warm yourself. Uh, I always tell everybody, put survival stuff in your car all year round, uh, you know, and God forbid if something were to happen, natural disaster, 
or other things happen, you still have things in there that, you know, if you had to bug out somewhere, uh, you've got some stuff to live on, survive on, you know. Um, I have I have hunting knives in there. I also have fishing poles. Yep. I found uh, in, in a store up in Holland, Michigan. Uh, remember the old pocket fisherman? I've got one of those in there, and I've caught fish on that. I also have a full-size rod that I keep in my uh, thing and a, and a box of tackle. That's in there all year round, too. So, you know, I've, I've tried to pre- prepare myself for anything that's going to happen through my, my adventures as an individual, you know. I have. Well, I've bored you enough with that kind of talk. We kind of covered some survival stuff, and we read an interesting uh, debunked ghost story. Let's uh, get back into some rock and roll, and I will be back for more right after this. Okay, class, our final exam will be coming up at the end of this week. The test will be comprised of 20% written, 30% oral, and 50% anal. Any questions? Professor? Yes, dear? Will there be any extra 
credit? I am so glad you asked.
And we are back on the Big Dog Show, the one and only Big Dog Show, right here on Unrestricted Radio, unrestrictedradio.com. You know what? Uh, I'd like you to go over and check out our sponsors, as I mentioned them always. That's uh, Gun Barrel Coffee, gunbarrelcoffee.com, out of Batavia, Illinois. Great guys over there. Um, just beautiful guys. And uh, if Oh, your code. I want to make sure I give you your code. So if you go over there to get your coffee, all right, if you go over there and you use B-Dog, B, as in Brian, B-Dog12, you get a 10% discount. B-Dog12 is your code, folks. B-Dog12. How cool is that? Uh, just go to B-Dog12. Go, go to gunbarrel.com, gunbarrelcoffee.com. Uh, go in there and use your promo code, B-Dog12. You get a 10% discount on anything you buy in the store, anything you buy online. How cool is that, right? So go to gunbarrelcoffee.com, get your discount, buy your coffee. Uh, they have all sorts of stuff coming out of there. They've got popcorn and jerky and, um, and and like I said, not to mention, you know, some of the, was it, bourbon-infused coffees. They've got CBD coffee, um, very dark coffee, Battleship, Ooyah, Moab. Uh, there's a whole ton of them. They, they're coming out with new stuff all the time. Um, you know, this just comes from a, a gentleman whose grandfather was a roaster. He's a roaster, and this is what they do. It's a great product. Also, Henderson Castle, hendersoncastle.com. Please go check them out. They do uh, mystery dinners, you know, where you have to solve the murder mystery. And you also got the uh, historic ghost tours, which you truly hosts, you know. It's a cool place, hendersoncastle.com. Hey, guys, let's. Uh, you enjoyed the music. Uh, it's that time, girls. I told you we were not going to forget. I was not going to forget you. It's that time. I want you to get up on your table, uh, push your chair out. Now, don't do this in front of your employer or your employees where you're working, ladies, okay? Because, you know, they may not appreciate the jugs and, and you know, the, the tip parade as much as I do and other people might. But uh, you find a place where you can do that. I don't care if it's a storage closet. Those of you listening at home, do your thing. If you're in the car, what the hell? Whip them out, right? Whip them out right now. Take that bra off and dance them around.
Yeah, I like big tits. Big tit attack. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? I mean, I you know, I'm I'm like a, uh, uh, I guess a fish. I, I don't know anything. You know, shiny objects. I don't know what you call that. That's what boobs are for me. All shapes, sizes. If there's nipples or cleavage to be seen, I don't care how tiny they are. I mean, you know, don't talk to me. If there's boobs and I see boobs, don't talk to me because I'm I'm you're tuned out. I hate to say that. And, and I'm not trying to sound like this this sexist chauvinist pig, but you know, you can't argue with thousands of years of you know DNA and 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 structure. That's what men do. We stare at boobs. This is how we you know we were geared to procreate. Come on now, let's not be all stupid. And some of you ladies who are into the ladies, you probably appreciate boobs too. Well, you know, just have a good time. Um, and beer, beer, boobs in America, right here. God bless America, man. And uh, if you're a person that doesn't like America, this is the wrong show for you. This is certainly the wrong show for you. You know, Constitution is there for a reason. You know, the flag is there for a reason. That's all I'm going to say. Um, hopefully you've enjoyed the show. I'll, I'll play a, a little bit more music here before we get to the end of things. But um, I wanted to thank you as always for joining me. Um, it has been fun to do the show. I'm going to continue to do the show. We're back on track. So every Saturday now, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Come on over here to Unrestricted Radio, okay, and you can hear the Big Dog Show. 7 p.m. EST, Eastern Standard Time, okay? So wherever you're at, adjust for time. Please come on over and listen. And there's other great shows over here. You know, the Saturday and Sunday uh, lineup, uh, Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you can hear uh, the paranormal shows that I put up uh, from my network. If you go to www.unrestricted.com, paranormal.com that's spelled unrest you know www.unrestrxtdparanormal.com that's how you spell it it's spelled a little different i'm gonna give that to you again www.unrest okay rxtdp it's all one word unrestricted paranormal.com all one word um you can come to my network you can hear the show over there on the front page player as well and other great programming, you know, I, I urge you to come on over, give us some support uh, and give us a listen. You know, we've had a lot of great guests on these podcasts. Uh, I want to believe an unrestricted paranormal. Uh, we've got Sinister Strange and Suspicious podcast. Haunted Mitten is over here. Just a lot of great shows over there. Uh, we've got the, you know, Jason Sullivan, God rest his soul. Uh, my late friend, uh, we got the, you know, the Sullivan effect over there. We've got, Dr., you know, M Michael Lynch, I think. Uh Mike's going to be back on the show. I know that I've got Christy Relvinet coming up on the program on the 25th. Uh, we've had Jim Hunt on here. Uh, geez, I'm trying to remember everybody's name. We've had Taryn Kerper from Paranormal Brew, Joni Mann, uh, Mahan, um, who's an author with 23, soon to be 24 books. I could just name drop all day. You know, Damian Knott, who does all the strange lights and UFOs in Australia, very well-known individual. Philip Mantle, who's big in the UFO field, we'd have him on. We've had, oh, geez, slew. It's, it's been a great year. It's been a great year and a half, two years on that network. So please give us a listen. Um, okay, let's listen to some more music, and then I'll be back with some final words.
Again, thanks for joining us here on Saturday. It's, I know it's sad. I know we have to end. we got to end it. But um, thanks for being here. I'm going to go through a lot of my friends and sponsors again, HendersonCastle.com. Uh, it's an 1895 uh, bed and breakfast. Uh, it's a beautiful place put together and built by Frank and Mary Henderson of the Henderson Ames Company. You can look them up online too, learn a little bit of the history, or go to HendersonCastle.com. You can read, read the history on there for yourself. Um, it's owned by renowned fresh, uh, renowned chef, uh, Francois Moyer. Uh, Francois has cooked for, uh, Princess Diana, you know, when she was alive, uh, he has cooked for the Bush, Bush families. He's cooked for a lot of famous people. He's, he, his food is excellent. He's got a fine dining restaurant there as well as a spirit lounge. You can go in there and enjoy a drink. 
uh, why, you know, and then tour the castle. It's just a beautiful place. And if you're into the paranormal, yours truly does historic ghost tours there once a month. And we go across the street directly, literally across the street is a huge cemetery, Mountain Home Cemetery. And you can go in there with me and we can go visit Frank and Mary's grave. Or you can go over there and do your own ghost hunt. I don't care. Do your thing. Um, <clears throat> we also talked about Gun Barrel, GunBarrelCoffee.com. Uh, go there and, and check out all the great gifts ideas. And if you use BDOG12, that's your code, BDOG12. Okay, BDOG12, you get your discount and go buy your products. As well as, uh, you know, my my last friend and sponsor on here. Well, there's a couple people that that sponsor the program. Uh, those those are the, the two major sponsors. But I also want to thank, um, you know, Southern Michigan Paranormals. Uh, my group sponsors what we do here. Midwest Parahistorical Society. Go look them up on online as well as YouTube. Uh, just a lot of great people are on board. Uh, but unrestrictedradio.com is one of our biggest supporters. As I network with Stacy Lee and, and our unrestricted radio uh, shows over there, and we just have such a good time. Um, you've got so many D- DJs and people doing music and running music, and they play music and bands that you will not hear locally. That's just you know that your local stations won't run them. Uh, we pay a lot of independent stuff. You'll hear a tune with Nick Cage. I want to give my friends a shout out. Uh, they have some excellent music. If you're into the horror, punk rock type of thing, uh, that you can go over to the tomb of Nick Cage and give them a listen. And so many others. But thank you for being here on the Big Dog Show, as always. And uh, I, I always close with this. If you can't be kinder and smarter, folks, just be quieter.